why watch that sneak peek? Well, well, well. Isn't it something when the critic and the referee have seen a movie? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's Boy, a lot to watch now. <laughs> there is a lot to watch, and I'm super excited about this. We both got a chance to see a sneak peek of the new Spielberg movie called The Post. That's right, The Post oh. is coming out in theaters. And quite frankly, for the holidays, it might not be a bad alternative to say Star Wars or something else that maybe you don't want to drag you and your kids to see. Maybe you can go see an adult movie. However, before we get into all of that, let us talk about this amazing cast. Before we do that, I did say it was written, or excuse me, it was directed by the great Steven Spielberg, written by Liz Hanna and Josh Singer. Yeah. Now, this stars everyone you'd ever want to see in the movie, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Some some of your favorite film stars and some of your favorite TV stars, starting with, of course, the great... And I think we should dame her. How do we... What's a U.S. form of daming? <laughs> but it's, it's Meryl Streep. <laughs> you'd have to give her a billion dollars. That's how we do that. <laughs> yes, yeah, something like that. Tom Hanks, who deserves a crown all in himself. You've got Bob Odenkirk from Breaking Bad and of course Call Call Saul. Tracy Letts, holy moly. You got Bradley Whitford who plays exactly who you think he's gonna play. He sure does. You've got <laughs> Matthew Reese. Yes, from like the Americans, Matthew Reese. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, Allison Bree. You got Sarah Paulson. I mean, I really could go on and on and on, Yeah. but I won't. Instead, oh, David Cross, we can't forget about his wonderful character. Um, Zach Woods, uh, Jesse Plemons. Um, what we'll do is we'll, we'll set it up for you, and then we'll give you our opinion about it. And then I'll tell you right now, we're both going to ask you to go ahead and go and see it. However, the question is why? Ah. Why? Watch that. Why? Well, why? before we get to that heady and heavy question, Hey, the man. premise. Well, everybody, this is about the Pentagon Papers. Um, Come on. Which, uh, if you don't know the history of this, it uh, exposed what our government, the U.S. government, knew about the Vietnam crisis, I'm going to call it. So they and knew... And several wars before that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so we go from, what, from Ike on down to Nixon in these papers. Including with, Kennedy. Include, I, all, <laughs> straight on down, all of them. Straight on down. And uh, they commissioned studies, all of this, and they knew that it was a disaster to go into Vietnam. They knew it, but they did it anyway. And we get the motivations behind that. So Meryl Streep plays Kay Graham, who owns the Washington Post. We are, she's the central figure here. We see not only, um, her presence as the owner of this paper, but also what led up to that and how that hinders her. Now, everybody keep in mind, this is the late 60s into the early 70s we're in in this movie. So this is 1971, I believe it is. And uh, she, her father owned the paper. It's a family company. He passed it on to her husband. Uh So remember the time we're in. And her husband Uh died, I won't tell you how. And that's how she came to be the head of the company. And all of the men surrounding her, well, almost all, 
only men. <laughs> exactly. Don't take her seriously. Now she does have a confidant played by Tracy Letts, Fritz uh, BD, who really tries to help her out. Um, but he becomes her voice in board meetings, things like that, because she just can't voice herself in front of all of these men. Uh, now, but she's whip smart. She's, but she's completely capable. It's just the time period, the way she was raised, and we get those kinds of, we get that kind of information in the movie. So I'm not going to give it all away. She speaks for herself. Now, Tom Hanks is the editor-in-chief, Ben Bradley. You know him from All the President's Men and so on. And he is a man on the mission. He knows what he needs. He knows what he wants, and he's going to get it. And Kate Graham is, is a woman who believes in reportage, okay? She believes in spending money on the best reporters, getting the story out, etc. So she gives Ben a, a wide latitude. And then we get all the reporters. Uh, now, uh, Bob Odenkirk plays one of them. Uh, we also get Carrie Coon playing one of them. So it's not all men, she's the only woman. <laughs> and we get an introduction yeah. to her world in a way to introduce the Nixon administration. So the Washington Post and the Nixon administration are not good buddies. But Kay is friends with all kinds of people in politics, out of politics. Most notably, Robert McNamara, who's played by Bruce Greenwood. And you'll see how he plays, it, what his role is, because I'm not gonna give all of this away. So what happens is everybody, the New York Times and the Washington Post, echoing today, are competitors. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. But back then, the New York Times was the stalwart, and the Washington Post was just a paper. It was a local paper, really. Family run, it wasn't on the national stage. So the question is, can the Post elevate itself to the level of the Times? So the Times is out ahead reporting this stuff about what's going on with the Pentagon Papers. We see Matthew Reese, who plays Daniel Ellsberg, and he's the whistleblower. He's the one who's leaking uh -oh. this information. So the mm -hmm. Times is out ahead of the Post. Can the Post catch up? Well, there's a court injunction on the Times that tells them you have to stop reporting this. So the Post gets a scoop because of Bob, Bob Odenkirk's character. He has a connection to Matthew Reese's character. He gets the Pentagon Papers, but will the Post report it? That's the question. That is the question. Will Kay decide to do this? Now we have many of her board members saying don't do it, most notably the one played by Bradley Whitford. And there's a reason why they're going public and this will damage their opportunity to do that. Exactly. So going public, if they do, they'll be ahead of the times who's been stymied by the courts, but they might have legal ramifications. So we could see that in the form of Jesse Plemons playing the their head of the legal department. And that's a great moment with between he and Tom Hanks. So who's gonna win out here? The forces that say, wait a minute, don't do this, this could jeopardize us. We have a public offering now, okay, stock exchange, hello. Or will it be the forces led by Ben Bradley who say, look, we are reporters here. We can't sit on this. And no, this is not going to jeopardize uh, the nation's uh, security. So at the end of the movie, you'll see the response to that. Well, you know it if you know history. You'll also see what happens to Kay Graham as the head of this company. Is dun, she going to continuously give in? Or is she going to figure out a way out of that into her own self 
demonstrating in front of all, all of these men who she is and everybody. We know what comes after this, Watergate. So how does Mr. Spielberg end this story? Hmm. Well, let's get into our thoughts. That was very, very generous of you, Critic, to do that. You really set it up, especially for those who do not know their history. Because, you know, it's yeah. called The Post. And you, don't, you don't know why, what is going on. Do I want to watch a movie about that? Now, yeah. here's the deal. You've got every, like I set it up, you've got every single heavy hitter in, <laughs> in the Hollywood um, sphere, basically, <laughs> in this movie or behind the scenes. Maybe not so, but it feels like it. Yeah. So what you see when you're watching the post, because the question is why watch that? Why do I go to the movies? Or why do I wait till it comes out? Why am I gonna spend time doing this? Well, here's number one. It couldn't be any more relevant yes. to what's going, going currently going on in our nation, where we have a president in, in the post, we have Nixon, who is dictating to the press who has taken an oath to have free speech, but dictating to the press what will and what will not be printed. Mm -hmm. And essentially threatening the press, not so far as calling it fake news, but discouraging the courts and others to steer away from that publication. Mm -hmm. Now, when I said that the post was going public, meaning they're going to allow the public to buy into its shares. Like it, it, it's, it's yes. they're trying to get it going. And what happens, what goes on behind the scenes when you try to get something like that going, it couldn't be any more relevant to what's going on. So that's one reason. Number two, and this is not really in order, I'll just say B. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the great Meryl Streep who delivers a woman that we've haven't quite seen since maybe Sophie's Choice. I don't know. And not yeah. that dramatic, but a, a more introverted inner dialogue. A woman who isn't, you know, the Devil Rose Prada coming in strong and she isn't, you know, all the other awards that she's basically gathered. This is a different type of woman. We haven't seen this Meryl Streep in a long time. Yeah. Tom Hanks does what he does. I'm not going to go through everyone because this will be an, a very long review. But what I want to highlight is that the supporting cast, to me, when the SAG Awards come out, I think they got a real shot. Mm -hmm. It's um, everybody is in their proper place. And Spielberg was really smart in casting people that we've consistently seen do period pieces or genre pieces like Bob Odenkirk and Alison Brie and, you know, the um, Matthew Rees. We've seen them in different time periods. So you go in and you feel safe. Now, here's my thing. Is this the best Spielberg movie that I've seen? I have to throw in Spotlight, and here's why. These two movies released in relatively close, you know, within two years of each other, two to three years of each other. Basically, you have one movie, Spotlight, about not giving any one journalist a crown and making him or her the hero. Instead, it's journalism, doing the research, doing the due diligence, that is what's going to triumph. And then you have The Post, where it's really 
journalist heavy, kind of like all the president's men. And I felt like Spielberg was doing a nod back to all the president's men, you know, just kind of, it almost makes you want to go to J school, you know, get a briefcase and go meet your, you know, you're not going to give out your source. It's kind of, it feels really good. Now, I don't want to compare the two, but I'm going to. If I had to watch something again, I'm probably going to go with Spotlight. But that's not knocking Spielberg, and it's certainly not knocking the actors or actresses. I personally prefer that more than, you know, the John Williams music swelling as, you know, they get, you know, to the heart of the matter, all that stuff. I'd rather prefer kind of the hard-nosed kind of thing. But I'll end it with this. If you go to the movies, you don't have the kids, you are going to see a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly right. Um, I, I can't go uh, with the ref all the way between Spotlight and this movie, but her point is well taken. Uh, keep that in, in mind. If you saw Spotlight, that's going to be instructive. Uh, when I was watching it, ref, I was thinking of something that just came out and maybe a competitor, which is Darkest Hour. Mm. I was comparing what Joe Wright did in that movie to what Spielberg does in this. Joe Wright is earlier in his career. Obviously, Spielberg is not. So it was interesting to look at those two movies, which are about the past, but do have repercussions in the present. And Joe Wright, to me, okay, he's like, you're thrown in the deep end. Whereas Spielberg helps us glide lightly above the water. That's kind of the difference. And watching Spielberg's mm-hmm. camera, it's it's almost like a little mouse is running around going, ooh, this is interesting. Oh, now look here. Oh, now I want you here. It's very well planned. So just as the ref said, it's, it is a well-oiled machine. Everybody's in the right spot. Everyone knows what they're doing. Uh, just so you know, everybody, uh, Spielberg actually decided to do this this year because he was on another movie, working on that. Things happened to delay it. He said, I can do this. I need to do it now because of the timeliness. So in addition to what the ref was talking about, we do see a woman surrounded by men. How is she going to exert her own self, essentially? So if we're thinking about what's going on that way with women in workplaces, it doesn't do the nod explicitly, which I liked. It's implicit. And by the end, all of the buildup actually leads to some sort of catharsis, I will say. So look, if you're an adult and you want to see adult movies where you get a little bit of lessons, where you get to see people's relationships, kind of, where you get to see just people achieving a goal, going step by step by step to that. And as the ref said, we're hearkening back to more of the all, all the president's men, that kind of thing rather than some of the more uh, recent depictions of journalism. This is the movie for you. We certainly say, please, if you're interested in this kind of thing, you're definitely gonna wanna see it in a movie theater. Uh, You might even hear people reacting to certain moments because of what's going on right now. Uh, So it's gonna be something that's timely and timeless. Aha. Boom. So you can catch you can catch the post at a theater near you. We're pretty sure it's going to be massively um, distributed to everywhere. It's going to be one of those staple movies that you're going to see this ho- or see available this holiday. So anyway, if you want to get down to it, <laughs> please say check out the post.